Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Muck and Fiddle podcast, where just like beach girls, you'll leave very unsatisfied and with empty pockets. Here's your host, Brian Huff. <laughs> what? I'm not even sure what that means, but well, okay. Yeah, let's put two and two together here, because I think you're talking about empty pockets with gambling. And uh, yeah. we're going to go over follow some bets here. And if they follow our advice. Oh, boy. It was a tough scene out there last week, boys. Um, we well, once again, welcome, welcome to the Muck and Fiddle podcast. I'm I'm Brian. I'm joined as always by Jason, uh, by Scott, by Brandon. Jeff is with us tonight. He off of a uh, last week no show, but we got his picks in. Uh, the no show this week is Brew, so we're sorry to see him um, not here. But he mailed in his picks as per usual. And uh, we'll uh, tack those on to the end. So welcome, everybody. How's the how'd the weekend go in your gambling books? Jason, what'd you do this weekend? Uh, yeah, I mean, I think the picks that I presented all panned out pretty terribly. Uh, John Rom decided <laughs> to pull, pull a parachute in the last round for some reason. The 49ers, you know, obviously didn't have a quarterback. We'll let Brandon talk about that. And then, you know. The NFL had the fix in for the Chiefs. So all in all, you know, pretty pretty bad. Pretty, out there, so. pretty poor. So that was a topic on the radio this week. Like, is is there a fix on the NFL? And like there there can't be anything, right? Brandon? Uh, I don't have any facts to back this up, but I have some strong opinions after watching both those games that the NFL, it seemed like the NFL had called in and said, we want the home teams to win. When when Purdy went down and that story was clearly not going to happen in the Super Bowl, you could tell that the calls just all went against the 49ers. And then the... Oh, come on. I'm serious. <laughs> they were never going to win that game. They didn't have to fix it. Well, they 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 wanted to make it no, no chance, no chance. And uh, you know, I don't know. I had the Chiefs in the other one. But man, that some of those calls were pretty rough. Uh, that didn't feel right. Scott, what do you say? But you know, I agree. I think the 49ers once Purdy was out, you know, never really had a chance. So, like, you know, officiating aside, I don't know that that probably decided the outcome, but I would say there were definitely some calls in the Chiefs game that had a material impact on the outcome of the game, and that just shouldn't happen. So, do I think it was intentional or that there's like a fix? Probably not. Would I say that the officiating had something to do with the outcome of the game? It it looked like it to me. Hey, on the 49ers, I know that once he went down, there was no there's no chance. We all can agree to that. Mm-hmm. The NFL has in- instituted a quick you know uh, replay review that's done from the headquarters for, from the NFL, mm-hmm. and they have somebody watching every camera angle, and they can stop and overturn a play. And we've probably seen it in the last few months of the season. They've overturned calls very very quickly. Without yeah. without challenges or anything. No, yeah. yeah, no challenges required. That one-handed non-catch that Devontae Smith had, which looked great from the angles we saw live, and then took five minutes to see the real play, somebody saw that because somebody's watching each of the angles. Somebody saw it wasn't a catch. And if you ask the NFL, the NFL says, yes, we could have stopped in and reviewed that, but they didn't have that system like – enacted or turned on and at least that's the conspiracy theory that i've been in my deep dive on last sunday night when i was very sad uh, after the game uh 
But that, if that's true, that's just crazy to me that the games, you know, granted as a first drive, but how do you how do you not have that quick replay system ready to go? And why didn't Shanahan? Yeah. Charge? I don't know. There's so many things wrong. I don't know. I think it's pretty easy to see from your own vantage point and uh, twist the story to make it look like it. But got it. You know, from a holistic like ten thousand foot level, there is no way the NFL would risk everything. I mean, with gambling so much of a part of the game now, there's no way they would take the integrity of the game and bring it into question from the fans, don't you think? <laughs> the integrity of the game. Wow. Well, we're really, I mean, for, we're going, we're going well, away. Okay, so who, who's in charge? Roger? The advertisers? I mean, how are they going to keep that quiet? We can all see who the biggest Chiefs fan on the call is. Brian is a longtime Chiefs fan. <laughs> well, I mean, several years yeah. running now. At least four. Maybe this four years now. All right. All right. I'll let it go. I'll let it go. Yeah. All right. So let's uh let's do let's do a a shallow dive, if you will, into last week's picks. Um I'll start off with mine. I had Colin Morikawa with the top five, and that's where my fun ended. Uh, looked like he might have had a chance to go all the way this week. And, you know, so I won 25 bucks of my $100 there. But with that said, everything else was a complete bust. Um, the Bengals over, Bengals Chiefs over, you know, three points off of that one. Davis Riley didn't show. The Eagles, two and a half, felt pretty good about that. Bengals parlay busted that. So not a lot of good luck. I'm going back to golf this week and swinging and swinging for the fences. Um, Scott's locks ended yeah. up with, with one win. So I'm off the snide, which is good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Bad news is, um, you know, I had the Bengals. Um, clearly I got a bias on how I think that game should have turned out. But, um, yeah, you know, at the end of the day, it was close. So I think I'm getting – Getting closer to getting dialed in. All right, Don't good. Too bad of a feel. Good. Um, okay. We'll see what this week brings. Yeah. All right. Uh, Sinclair with a couple wins. He had the Eagles minus two and a five, two and a half. That was a no brainer as it turned out. Going against your Pardsy. Uh, and then a Jason Day top twenty. He looked great last week. Yeah, the rest is is hot garbage. But it was it was pretty heavy on the the Chiefs Bengals game being a high scoring affair, which. Uh, it it wasn't so mm-hmm. um, with with Burrow I had Burrow over a touchdown and a half Chiefs over two and a half touchdowns both should have hit then I'd be rolling in the dough. You'd be looking a lot better than the rest of us. Of course, with an over there, I look pretty good too. But such is life. Jason, what happened? Well, much like I was worried about with these picks, I you let him off the hook. I let them off the hook. hook. Let it let let everybody back into it here. Um, And you know, I'm not going to learn my lesson. I'm going to do the same thing this week. So uh, we're just we're just going to move past it. It it was a bad week. Okay. Um, Bruner was 0 for 4 as well. And then if you want to count his pick, that was a non-pick. You and I, he missed that one as well. So he was 0 for 5, but only four picks counted. Uh, Then our big winner of the week, Brandon, three out of six, not bad. Yeah. Thanks. Uh feels bad that the injury to Purdy ruined any chances of the other couple bets uh, for football uh, is what it is. The Chiefs had a good feeling about him. Glad I made that the BBB of the week. 
And I hope everybody that listened followed suit and knew that the refs were going to throw it in for Mahomes uh, and Andy Reid to go back to his uh, to play versus previous team. So yeah. that felt pretty good. Yeah, the Chiefs BBB and then a Max Homa top 20. Too bad you didn't have him on the on a win. That was a nice win for Homa. And then again with the Jason Day top 20. So a nice little, nice little workout of you for a plus 26 and a half on the week. Well done. All right. So um, we're going to get into this week's stuff. Uh, like I said, I'm, I'm ready to swing for the fences and try and make up some ground. Um, Scott, do you want to lead us off? Hey, Brian, I can lead us off. Wait, okay. Okay. Brandon, can what you, you got? Can you just, can you just maybe share where we at or where we're at? Standing? Oh yeah. Yeah. Of course. Of course. So let me hop over here for those of you watching. Just a quick selfish plug there. <laughs> Brandon wants to hear. So I'll, I'll start with myself down 275 on the year after three weeks. Uh, Scott down 252 and change. Uh, Sinclair down 132 and change. Greg down 63. Jason down 53 and a half. And Brandon only down $45.81. So that's uh, you know you've got you've got one out of two winning weeks. Jason's got two out of three winning weeks with a goose egg. Scott and I know what those goose eggs feel like. Oh yeah, um, getting real comfortable. <laughs> it's not very fun. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> getting back on here, I'm, I'm looking less and less forward to talking about my awful picks every time we do this. <laughs> back. So with that said, let's get started with this week. Scotty, start us off. All right. So I got um, – I'm going to spread it around a little bit. I'm going to stick to golf this week. Uh, well, there's no football really to speak of, so options are limited. But, um, there's Pro Bowl. There's Pro Bowl. I don't, I don't know. Can you even bet road. on the Pro Bowl? I'm sure you can. I don't know. The flag football stuff? Or, like, I don't even know what aspects of Or, like, Pro you Bowl. know, who's the – don't they have skills competitions or something? It can't be. Presumably, yeah. I, there can't be that great of lines on that. But anyway – We'll see. Um, so I got, uh, I'm going to kind of go, you know, lowest odds to highest odds here. So I, I like, um, I'm going to take a $20 flyer on Jordan Spieth to win it okay. at the AT&T Pebble Beach Pro-Am. Kind of my theory on this golf tournament is um, greens are small. You need some guys with some kind of short game magic to, to win. I think at Pebble, um, Jordan, has been very inconsistent, but he's certainly got that kind of magic. So that's what I'm looking for this week. Jordan for 20 bucks to win. Denny McCarthy, top 10 plus 360. Uh, again, Denny McCarthy is probably the best putter on PGA Tour statistically. So that's not that translatable. Don't get me wrong. You know, it comes and goes a little bit, but he's a guy that I think could um, could get hot in an environment like this or in an event like this. Mm-hmm. Um. Let's see. So I got a few top 20s then after that. Kevin Kisner, again, is. good putter. You know, guy knows how to get around in this kind of event. The energy will kind of suit his game. Uh, Harry Higgs, he's actually played pretty well recently. He's a guy that's kind of mm-hmm. fighting for his card. He needs some action. Um, got him top 20 as well. Uh, let's see. I had one more top 20. And it was Kevin Streelman. Okay. Again, guy that's got a good short game. 
good wedge player fits the course. That's the logic. So that was kind of where I'm at too. Like, you know, we played this course fairly recently and boy, oh boy, you got to putt pretty well. Of course, yep. you know, the greens are fast on the tour, but uh, you got to be able to put the ball in the hole. So that's where I think you might find some value. Jeff, do you uh, play that course? I, I've, I've played that course before. Yeah. How'd you guys do? <laughs> So for those who want to review this, uh, Jason and I played a match play against Brandon and Jeff and absolutely got our doors blown off. It was not even a match after the third hole. So it was a great, great day with friends. It was, it was a really, this is my, this is my favorite podcast ever because if Brandon has a losing week, any week coming forward, we're giving him just as much as he's giving out right now on the humble brag side. So. (laughs) <laughs> it comes back it comes back all right jeff jeff what you got i mean we're, we're coming back to you late i'm sorry i'm sorry I've, yeah either way i've all got right. them now. you got them all right let's do it all right my my theme that i've just come up with is uh diversifying the portfolio yeah all right uh first up in the world of hockey um <laughs> we're gonna take the hurricanes to beat the sabers obviously uh money line minus 165 when when is that game that's tomorrow okay uh we're we're gonna move over to to the wide world of of soccer next and we're gonna take barcelona to beat real betis (laughs) (laughs) okay Uh, i mean that's gotta be like minus 400 or something it's minus one fifty five. I think uh, Real Betis is is better than you think, but I, I think in the end Barcelona is going to pull away. All right. <laughs> um, uh, in in hoops action, we're going Warriors minus two and a half. Who are they playing? I don't remember. Cool. <laughs> All right. Uh, what day, what day are they playing on this bet that you're taking? I just found this and it's gone. I don't remember. Don't ask me these difficult questions. The next game, <laughs> presumably. I believe, I believe it's tomorrow. I, I, gosh, I. Okay. I okay. Remember. Yeah, that's fair. They had um, a nice one last night. On a roll. Yeah, totally. I mean, Steph Curry. How do you how do you bet against him, huh? Well. Okay. Uh, next up, I think it's pretty obvious that Julie Niemeyer will defeat Maria Camilla. Osario Serrana in tennis. Odds minus one fifty five. Uh, so twenty. What event? And then we're going to move over to to golf, and there's there's two picks in golf. Okay. I'd like a, a Jordan Spieth W for plus twelve hundred. Okay. And a, a Bo Hostler make the cut for minus one seventy five. Um. I feel like anytime somebody gives a golf pick, then it's imperative that you say ball striking. So I just think it's really going to come down to ball striking this week. And <laughs> uh, Bo Hostler, he's he's going to get the job done. The striper of the ball. So he's he's going to make the cut. Yeah. Stinkler is the Vanguard 500 of gambling, apparently. <laughs> I mean, how many just like two to one favorites did you take? I mean, that's well, – 
he, he just wants to get back good. in positive numbers. At least. He's, just, he's borderline Warren Buffetting it, honestly. It really is. Just put your he money on Apple and let it ride for 30 years. That's what this Hockey, is. Soccer, hoops, golf, tennis. Let's go. Okay. It feels like Let's that go. was like the Vanguard 2045 retirement picks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. That's the set it and forget it. All right. Good. Good. All right, Jason, take it away. Well, I, I have a slightly different approach than Jeff, and let's hope it's not another goose egg back to back. But there's like a, there's going to be a lot of golf here, so we're going to start with Seamus Power over Tom Hoagie for the tournament. Ten dollars plus one hundred five. Hoagie relied on his irons, you know, fantastic iron play last year, and he's had success at Pebble, but he's not playing the greatest right now. Power is playing great. I, I I like him to be able to beat him. Uh, Maverick McNeely, top 20, $20 at plus 110. He's been really hot lately. I, I think he's got a good shot. He might even actually win this or be in the top five, but I'm going to take it safe and go to top 20. He's uh, a good ball. Ben, great ball striker. Great ball striker, Jeff. Thanks for that. That was good add-in. Um, ben Griffin uh, for top 20. Uh, I believe that's plus 250. A name that's probably not really well known, but he's – He's been a birdie machine lately, so uh, you know it's good to ride him when they're when they're playing well. And it's his first time at Pebble. Um, that can either be really good or really bad, but we're gonna we're gonna take a shot with him. So uh, Matt Fit, Fitzpatrick, top five, uh, twenty dollars at plus two fifty. Again, playing really hot right now. Um, it's a ball striker course. He knows how to get it around. He's a great putter. He's really good on POA. Um, so I, I like his odds here. Uh, he probably will win. That's who I think actually will win this tournament. But uh, I'm, I'm done taking my outright winners. Uh, and we're just going to go with top fives. Uh, Joel Damon, top 10, $10 at plus 400. Uh, here's, a, here's a stat that I came across. Out of the field that's in the tournament this week, he leads in strokes gained over the past 24 rounds if you put everybody in the field up against each other. Um, so that's... That's a pretty strong recipe. He hasn't played in the last few tournaments, so he might be a little rusty. That's a bit of the risk here, but um, you know we're going to take it. We're going to take a shot with him. Then we'll switch over to basketball. Oh my god! Tomorrow How much night's money game. It's a hundred bucks. <laughs> it gets there. It's a hundred bucks. Oklahoma minus four, twenty dollars uh, against Okie State revenge game minus one hundred five. I like Oklahoma to come out and just cover that easily. And then finally, I'm going against everybody else on the call. I've got $10 on Jordan Spieth missing the cut at plus 550. Oh. 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 He, he that has is, had – That is contrarian right there. He has had some problems with his approaches to greens in recent weeks, and the putter hasn't been as hot as it's been in the past. I, I think there's a strong chance he, he does not pull through the cut this week. So – there's a little bit of value there at plus 550 to go completely the opposite of everybody else. So we're going to take a shot. Wow. Hot, hot take. Hot take. That is contrarian. Huh. Okay. Okay. All right, Brandon, what you got, bud? Lay it on us. All right. Well, um, I'm going to stick with golf this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, one, because there's no football. And two, because I'm not – so sure on some of the picks that Sinkler is. So I'm going to, I'm going to keep it a little closer to the best and closer to home 
with the golf picks. Um, I've got six picks this week. I'm going to start out with, uh, I agree with several of Jason's picks, if you can believe it or not. I think Jason, three of his picks were right on, I feel like. So the first one is I've got Matt Fitzpatrick as a top five plus 250. I've got Maverick McNeely as a top 20 plus 110. That's 20 bucks. The match, the Fitzpatrick was 10 bucks. I've got a Seamus uh, Power for uh, top 20 plus 125, 25 bucks on that. I think that's going to be a be a win. Um, and then I'm then I'm going against what he said about my friend Tom Manning Hoagie. If I've been on him all year, and I think he's due for a top twenty. He's he's one of the best iron and wedge players. He's got the top uh, proximity to the green from seventy five to one hundred twenty five yards, and those greens are small. And so I think this is where he gets right. I I don't care who wins between you know the head to head between Power and Hoagie there, but. I think they both get top 20s and that's plus 120 for 25. Wow. I'm also going to take a top 20 at plus 205 for Scott Stallings. That guy's played really well on shorter, shorter courses with, um, you know, what's the word we're looking for? Is it ball striking? Ball striking. Yes. Striper of the ball. Yeah. I think he's pretty good at that. And he's not typically a West coast player. He does really well in the Florida swing, but I'm going to, I'm going to go with him this week for a top 20 at good value. And then the last thing is, I just think he's due. I would agree his stats are is not, not playing his best, but he's finished really well at Pebble Beach every time he's played there, and that's Jordan Speed. So I'm going to take him for a top five at plus 280, and that's for $10. And those are my bets. And I, guess the, and I didn't say the BBB. The BBB this week is, in my opinion, is the Tom Hoagie for – uh, top 20 plus 120. Wow. Coming off a win last year, you've been riding them all year. Like, I don't see why this isn't the week. Got to be the week. It's got to be it. Okay. All right. Well, let me lay Greg's on you really quick here. Uh, he texted him over. These are all money lines that I'm going to have to go look up. But he's got four money line NBA bets. And I assume these games are tomorrow. The Sixers. Or not money line, excuse me, against the spread. Sixers, Grizzlies, Nets, Warriors. So Jeff, he's with you on the Warriors. That's good. Great bet. And uh, in follow up to your to your tough question you asked me earlier, uh-huh. uh, they play against the Minnesota Timberwolves in oh, okay. Minnesota. So tough, tough matchup. Tough there. environment. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Good. All right. So I'm going to be quick this week. I. I think I'm spreading myself a little thin on these like five and ten dollar bets, and like I I let off the show saying I'm ready to swing for the fences. So um, I did a lot of the research on the golf stats on the PGA Tour Live, which is an incredible website if you haven't looked at that. Um, the name that keeps coming up toward the top on this field is that Seamus Power coming in uh, for putting strokes gained. So I'm going to take him top five. For 25 bucks. And then along with that, Eric Van Roynen. Uh, I've been imp- pretty impressed with his play this far or thus far this year. And I think he's might be due. And there's a whole lot of value at plus 800 uh, also for 25 bucks. And then, you know, the guy that I kept looking for a reason to pick speed. And ultimately, that's what I'm going to do. But every time I looked at the stats, whether it's approaching the green, strokes gained, putting, strokes gained, 
Spieth is near the 100 mark, and I can't quite figure out why he's top one or two to get favored in this tournament, uh, other than the fact that it's the AT&T and he's an AT&T guy, and maybe the fix is in for him. Is that something that we can maybe agree on? <laughs> sure, the, hole, the holes are bigger for him. The holes are bigger for him. There you go. So I'm going to put – Always does well there. He always does well, but he hasn't really played that well this year. So maybe, you know, this is this is my chance. So uh, I, I hedged a little bit going top 10, but I'm 50 bones on a top 10 uh, for Jordan Ooh. Spieth. So right. we're going to jump on that one. Ooh. Sometimes so you got to just Jordan trust your did, eyes, uh, Brian. What's he that, just key off on the wrong tee box here. Uh, last year, it wasn't it the Hero World Challenge? No, I didn't see so, that. Yeah, no, he did. So, like, it's a it's a thing. Is that Maybe a penalty? You could be right. Oh, well, okay. I don't remember what they did. I think they made him just re-tee because he just went and That's teed a off clear the wrong tee box. mistake, yeah. 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 Different tournament. Different think- tournament, you're right. He probably knows his way around Pebble better in his defense. <laughs> it's hard to get lost. All I was saying, Brian, is sometimes you just got to trust your eyes. If the data says what the data says, you got to – sometimes you just got to believe well, it, not believe with your heart. Oh, and, and this is where when you said a missed cut for Jordan, is like, yeah, yeah, I really like that. Um, awfully contrarian, but, man, I'm looking for reasons to pick Jordan. And, he, you know, he's one of the top guys on the board on DraftKings. And I'm looking at the stats just going like, boy, you know, this doesn't support a, a, a win at plus 1,200 or a top five at you know, whatever he's at. And But here I am sucker betting him, and I think that's probably why the money is – or the, the line is as low as it, as it is. Because yeah, I mean, in, in you guys' favor and working against me, though, it's not a it's not a really strong field. I would say, you know, mm-hmm. it's a mm-hmm. it's an average field. Um, which this is, is one of the off events. Him, so, yeah. yeah. Yep. Well, I think huh. Pebble. You know, to be fair, so Jordan's been loose off the tee. Pebble, there's room to spray it off the tee a little bit. Greens are tiny. Jordan has a probably best in PGA Tour kind of short game, right? He can get out of trouble when he gets into it. A scramble game. Yep. Exactly. So I think, you know, his just the profile of his game fits the course well. So, yeah, he's maybe not been in great form and his putting's been inconsistent, but I think in a general context, his game fits the course well. Okay. Well, I hope so for my sake. We'll find out. Last nine years, he's been in the top 10. How's that for data, JB? It's let's go. (laughs) It is, it is good historical data. I'm looking at more current performance as an indicator of what might happen. So (laughs) the cut line, historical performance does not guarantee future results, right? The the cut line has been around six under, I think for the past four or five years, winning score has been somewhere between 16 and 19 under overall. I mean, he, he's, if he gets sideways a little bit, it's a birdie fest. He's gonna have to. He's gonna have to scramble good. Which Scott is right. He's got the game to do it. But you know, who knows? Wind could be up. It could be all kinds of factors that we just you know we talked about last week with football. Same thing is even more so for with golf. He could get sideways and it go go in a hurry. So we'll see. This is a fifty-four hole cut, right? It was last week. Yeah. Oh, it, it would be this year then too. Yeah, it's you know three rotations: Spyglass, Monterey Peninsula, and Pebble, and then the last right. day would be a Pebble. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Boy, we're um, gonna find out, boys. I, I think when you get when you get fifty four hole cut, you know the cream's gonna rise to the top. I think you're probably right. Unless yeah, you're John last week, he's, and then he's played he, so well there lately or in the what? past. I don't see how he misses the cut, but I like. Wasn't Monterey Peninsula where they lost the green with that storm, or had had a bunch of trouble with the green with the storm? It uh, flooded, but it went right back down. Yeah, it was like uh, a week later. It was right back up and running. So we don't we don't have a temporary green situation that might throw all this into a chaos. Just stick a flagpole Guys, in the middle. This is a real special place, not just a kind of special place. <laughs> so, with that, boys, good luck on all your picks. Enjoy your week. Anything else you want to say? No. Let's just go. Let's win. go, Jordan. Let's go, Jordan. Let's Everybody's go, Jordan. Out. Let's go. Peace. Let's go. Uh, quick, last um, last thing. Who do you like in the Super Bowl? I know we'll get to picks. Jason, who do you like? Chiefs. Jeff? I don't like them. I, in fact, I hate them, but Eagles. Yeah. I'm kind of with you. Brandon? There's no way I can pick the Eagles. That coach. What's his F- name, Jeff? What's his name? After you got Sirianni. Sirianni, yeah. Uh, he kind of gets in my – Scott? I'm not going there. Yeah, I, I think the Eagles are kind of destined to win probably, but uh, can't stand them. Don't want to see it, but I think that's what's going to happen. Uh, like I'm the Chiefs fan here, and, boy, the Eagles look tough. I, mm-hmm. I, I, I don't know how Chiefs come out a winner here, but if anybody could do it, I suppose Mahomes and Kelsey could figure it out. So – all right. Yeah, very I mean, good. And, and Andy Reid. I mean, let's just and say Andy like, Reid. Sure. Andy Andy Reid is playing like three rookie wide receivers essentially, and you know they're this far. So the guy, the guy knows how to run a game and come up with, with between, between him and Bianca. I mean, they're going to come up with a game plan. So they're going to be a lot healthier next week or in two weeks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Mahomes. He should be pretty darn close to full. So, all right, we'll see you next week. I'm sure we'll have Super Bowl picks for you. Uh, Until then, good luck on the course. Go Jordan Speed. And Jeff, take us out. It's going to be miserable if he makes the cut. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Let's go. Part of us, even if he doesn't get a top 20 or top five or win, I sure hope he hits that cut on the number. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. Take us out, Jeff. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us here at the Muck and Fiddle podcast, where we will potentially see you next week.